Hello everyone and welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi. I've got a special show for you coming up today. We're going to do a Skype call, talk all about the Avengers movie and a few other movies coming out this summer of 2012. I'm here with uh, several people over Skype. We recorded a call yesterday on May the 12th. Today is May the 13th, releasing the show on May 13th, 2012. This is podcast 384 for Treks in Sci-Fi. There will be spoilers ahead for the Avengers, and I just wanted to warn everyone of that. Uh, I don't think it's huge stuff at all, but uh, I think if you want to stay completely spoiler-free, if you haven't seen the movie, I just wanted to make everyone aware there will be some spoilers coming up on the Skype call today here on Treks in Sci-Fi. It's time to put the team together. These people are isolated. Unbalanced. But together, they can become something more. I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Oh, smash. Leaders in IMAX 3D, May 4th. All right, everyone. Today we are doing another Skype call. Seems like it's been forever. Uh, welcome to uh, to this edition of, I guess, Spring 2012 Movie Talk and Avengers Talk and everything else, whatever else we feel like uh, talking about. Uh, I've got a lot of good friends here on Skype with me, and we're just going to kind of go along or around the, the Skype circle that I see. I don't know how they order these things. Maybe it's in, in order of when I added you to the call. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't think that's right. looks kind of random to me. But you guys all care about that who are listening, right? Anyway, first we have Joby, who is at some kind of a, a sporting event right now, right? Uh, that's right. I'm at the Philadelphia Spinners versus Rhode Island Rampage uh, Ultimate Frisbee, uh, Professional Ultimate Frisbee League game, which uh, starring my brother Harrison, who's uh, the oldest player on the team, actually. Hey, that, so that just means he's smarter. background noise... Yes, yes, seasoned. Seasoned is seasoned. how we like That's to say it. That's the way we like to say it, exactly. Well, thanks for joining us, Joby. And uh, my friend Mark... Uh, oh, it's my pleasure. ...is also here. Mark, say Hello. hi. Mark is another Michigan person. We actually uh, went out to see Avengers last week, so I know he's got a lot to say about that, too. Can I? <laughs> yes, we are going to put a big... Uh, well, might as well say it right now. <laughs> This this and show will be seen it. this show will be filled with spoilers for <laughs> Avengers. I promise you that. So, if you haven't seen it yet, well, don't listen if you uh, worry about spoilers. And uh, you know, it's uh, I don't think even if you hear some things about this movie, it would really diminish how fun it is. So, mm-hmm. uh, and next we got Rick Pete, uh, my old uh, Rockford, Illinois buddy. Greetings. How you doing today? Doing pretty good. We were all, uh, I was commenting at least earlier about, we, you know, we got you on here. You're not out running today. Well, I did my 15 miles, so I wanted to make sure I was ready by 2 o'clock. All right, 15 miles already. You know, I, I, I went about 15 feet so far. I went to the basement, so. <laughs> no, actually, took took Kaylee to the vet, so we, we did go out today already. But, um, well, thanks for joining us. How's the weather over there? Um, actually, where I'm at, it's about mid-60s and overcast, but in Chicago, it's been raining all day. Yeah, we're getting a little little sprinkles here, too. I was kind of hoping to get out and cut cut the grass, but, you know, we'll see. And then Brian's here with us, 
who's got hey this, now. this Skype picture of him holding up his bicycle. And uh, <laughs> oh, is there? A, I can't. I can't see a picture on my end. Actually, a question mark. It's whatever you. Uh, I guess yeah. what at some point it got put in by you somehow. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I can't see it. But that, yes, I remember that. Hello, Trex and Sci-Fi. How are you guys? And Brian, recently of the 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 second <coughs> in the the Alien uh, Alien podcast saga. Yes, I'm having a great time doing that with our good friend Al, and uh, I will be uh, coercing him, kicking and screaming, to uh, do a show later this summer on Alien 3. And I think at this point we need to round it out with Resurrection and then eventually Prometheus. So yeah. we, will be, yeah. we will be back with more Alien for you folks. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, yeah, It's been, it's and been so course, much fun. Yeah. And, of course, Brian is our own personal uh, Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, I right. got... That's why that's why I'm here today. I have time because last week I did compete at the Ironman St. George, Utah. And uh, now I get a little break and uh, we'll be going back to the Ironman World Championships in Kona, Hawaii yeah, in October. It, we, we hit a good weekend. It's a rarity yeah. to, to get you on a weekend. So I'm glad my, that you're My wife feels here. the same way. I went mountain bike riding with her, with her this morning. Um, I've never done that. <laughs> so she's like, is this my one weekend I get you? And I'm like, yep. It's like, <laughs> your, weekend, like make, your weekend pass. Her, yeah, I told it. I said it, and I'm going to make it so that by the end of this weekend, you're going to be so sick of me, you'll be like, "Go back and training. Go back to training." <laughs> <laughs> and then the other voice we heard there a few seconds ago was our Canadian buddy Joe of the uh, Upper Memory Block podcast, recently uh, begun by him. Very cool, old older video game show. Indeed, I'm, uh, I'm I'm sitting here at my uh, at my podcasting uh, station or my newly formed podcasting station, I guess, uh, on a, on a beautiful day here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Good, good. Well, I'm glad you could join us. And then, last but not least, Pete's here, Peter Foltz. Hi, guys. Pete from the Philly area, Brompton boy on the forums. Pleasure to be here. Glad to have you. Glad everyone's here. And I and I think I don't think we have any exceptions. I think everyone here. Has seen well. the The topic for the today was to talk about summer movies, but I, I certainly want to spend a good portion of the first part of the show on uh, talking about Avengers. And it, I think everyone is here has seen it. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of you guys have seen uh, it. I haven't, but that, oh, you that's didn't right. spoil uh, away. Spoil oh, I thought away. I thought for sure that you saw it. I, I I must be thinking of someone else that that was commenting, or maybe you were commenting on the thread on the forum, but. I, I, for some reason, thought you saw it because you were making some comments about it or wanting to go see it. Maybe that's what it was. So uh, That was probably My wife gave me a little bit extra so I could go see the Three Stooges, and that was uh, <laughs> that's All right. Was well, well, if uh, if you're okay with it, yeah, we're going to talk about it yeah, a bit. Ahead. And uh, I've said a few things. I said a little bit on the on the podcast last weekend about it, and uh, I, so I'm not going to say too much maybe towards the end. I'll, I'll say a little bit, but you know, I really enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great, and uh, but I want to get everybody else to uh, get a chance to say their their two cents or whatever about it. So, anybody like to to jump in? Or... How much? How many different ways can you say how great it is? Go, well, go ahead, Joby. Say, figure out how many different ways. <laughs> whatever you'd like uh, well, to say. I, I, I know. I, I know you're another big I, comic I book fan. I absolutely loved it. I went. I... Yeah, longtime comics fans. In fact, the Avengers was one of the. Uh, the uh, glorious five comics that I actually subscribed to when I was a, a small boy. I used to get them mailed to me every month in the mail. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that was Avengers, Ghost Rider, X-Men, and two Spider-Man books. Oh, that sounds uh, a lot like were, what I uh, what I was reading at, at that time, too, yeah. So what um, – it, it's hard, and, uh, hard to talk about this movie, you know, in, in, in you know, without – saying too much but like i said we're gonna we're gonna feel free to to say whatever you want 
I, I thought one thing that we we could hit on is is like maybe everyone could name like a couple of their uh, things they really liked about the movie or something or favorite moments or just what you th- what impressed you the most. Well, you know, as a as a non comic book fan, and I'm not quite sure about everyone else's back history with comics that are on the call right now, but I can sp- just speak to myself. I never read comic books as a kid, and my exposure to the Marvel universe really only began when these films began to get made. Right. And as far yeah. as these as far as these characters are concerned, obviously I saw Iron Man and Iron Man Two, and I saw Captain America. I obviously I loved Iron Man. Um, the first one I thought was terrific, and Robert Downey Jr. just brought such a, a great vibe to that movie, and it had such a nice light touch. Um, I was not so impressed with Iron Man 2, but I thought it was okay. Um, I enjoy, I liked Captain America. I didn't. I wasn't blown away by it, but I enjoyed it. Um, but again, and I have I had no baggage coming into any of these films as far uh-huh. as preconceptions about them. I never saw Thor, although I guess I after Thor was released, I learned enough about it over the the time to sort of get an idea of what happened in the movie. Um, and I would like to see it, but I think what they did so well with this was that they made this so accessible to someone like me. There were certainly aspects of it and characters who I had no, I had no idea who they were, um, with, you know, with the exception of say, um, black widow and, uh, Hawkeye, I learned about them in, as the movie was coming around and what they were all about. But like the, like the Loki character, I, it didn't I didn't know he was related to Thor. I didn't know that he had been the villain in the previous movie. Um, but the way that Whedon, I think, directed and handled the screenplay, it it delivered information in a way that I could just go, you know, okay, I get it. So you know, he's he's here for this reason, and it's real quick. And I got I I, I got enough information that I was able to in, get involved and in, invested in the story without having to to understand everyone's name, everyone's backstory. You know, I'm sure that can add a great deal of enjoyment to the movie. But as a non-comic book fan, um, and someone, you know, I'm willing to be critical of these movies and say, "Hey, that sucked." And so I think some of them do suck. But boy, this was, you know, again, and it, I think Joss Whedon had a lot to do with that, and the screenplay had a lot to do with that. And I think he gave all those characters their moment, and it allowed me to really become invested in it um, and make a connection with it. So um, I think that was probably the single best thing that this movie was able to provide as far as entertainment uh just especially to someone who's not as familiar with the source material yeah that's good good to know and good to hear yeah because i i I always have trouble imagining and wondering about that since i know when like joby said too i know these characters i know their backstories and a lot of stuff so i have a hard time separating it's not like i can turn that off and go i really wonder what people without that information how they Obviously, yeah, well, me, there's a, a lot of a lot of people example. making uh, you know making this movie a lot of money. So, yeah. and I guarantee those are not all like you know people who have read hundreds of issues of comics. So it yeah. it must be working for that. Yeah, when a good example, just real quick, was when like Loki sort of sat down and did that like he sort of teleported himself mentally to some asteroid and was talking to some guy, and I. I, I had no idea what was going on, and but from the conversation, it actually really helped me because at the time I was having a hard time with Loki as a villain. He just didn't have a tremendous amount of physicality, a tremendous amount of menace. I was kind of like, "This is the bad guy. He doesn't really seem particularly bad. He's just sort of, you know." But then I realized that he's actually 
working kind of for these other guys and they are bad and so that and that helped that helped a whole lot although to this to right now i couldn't even tell you who those bad guys at the end showed up and why they particularly were there mm-hmm. to help loki or what was loki's ultimate goal yeah. but clearly it was bad for us and therefore you know it, it, and uh, you know i was able to sort of get to that point without having to understand who those guys were yeah well you yeah definitely see thor sometime but loki yeah, the, the simple the simplest thing about loki well, is, one of the things that i really loved yeah. about the movie go ahead one of the things I really yep. oh, did, did we lose movie? him? I'm sorry. I was I, I was gonna say one of the things I loved about the movie was the fact that there's, you know, the the conflict with Loki was not necessarily the whole movie. Like, I would say that maybe the whole first half was the conflict between the Avengers team itself kind of forming itself and uh, personality conflicts within the team being resolved and. Uh, I thought I thought he did a tremendous job showing the team come together over the course of the film, which was almost as 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 much of a conflict as the, the uh, you know the big bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a classic. That's very Avengers like. And the thing I was going to say too is Loki is Loki's just kind of a troublemaker. He's he's a manipulator. So mm-hmm. he's. He, I didn't realize he's the yeah. god of mischief. That, exactly. Yes. And that, and so, yeah. but I and now now that I know that, I look at his behavior. I'm like, yeah, you know, there was an ele- there's just an element of like of mischievousness about him as opposed to just evil, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, and, and that he isn't he isn't really you know as as I think most good villains are. He's not just a black and white villain. He's he's kind of out for himself and, and he manipulates other people to his own ends and. If sometimes that means he kind of will work alongside you a little bit, he'll do that even. So he's, uh, you know, that's what makes him kind of interesting. Especially, I love that scene with him and with Loki and the Black Widow, you know. And I, and I like what they did yeah. with her character. They gave her a, a lot more to do, made her more interesting and more developed. But, you know, she was she was messing around with him just like he was trying to mess around with her. And it was just like she was messing with those guys who kind of have her tied up at that one point when they first show her in the movie and you know she's a lot smarter than than uh than than or at least she's better at being a spy and getting information than maybe (laughs) these guys are giving me everything yeah yeah exactly so uh yeah i gotta call you back they're about to give me everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so um but um uh, who else? Uh, what else do you guys? Uh, you know, somebody else I, chime I can, in with. Go ahead, I Joe. I can probably speak to this a little. Speak to Brian's point a little bit more. Uh, I went to. I actually just saw it last night, so I'm I'm super fresh. And, ah, uh, yeah, that's I, right. I remember you said you were going just last night. Great. Yeah, so uh, I went to see it with 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 my wife Fran, and um, I'm kind of a very weird comic fan. I don't know. I don't really know how to classify myself because. I like comics. I like the idea of comics. I know a lot about comics, but I don't read comics. So I don't know. It's like I, I pick up all the information. I pick up all the events. I pick up all the characters without actually really reading any of the issues. Yeah, yeah. And um, Well, these days it certainly is a little easier with all the you know media and TV shows and movies and everything. And and the thing with that, and then obviously Fran doesn't read comics at all. I mean, I mean she's, she's into... Uh, certain things she's a bit of a geek herself she loves star trek and all that but she doesn't really care for for comics and she never has uh-huh so and the only two movies that she had seen kind of leading up to this were iron man one and thor and okay. i kind of feel like those are almost the two perfect movies out of all of them to have seen beforehand 
I guess Thor just especially because of you know the whole interplay between Thor and Loki and Loki kind of being the quote unquote main bad guy in this movie and I find Iron Man just kind of gave you a bit more kind of uh, background to uh, to Tony Stark and because he's kind of a complex character yeah yeah and uh, but I mean the thing that that I really loved about this movie being a big Joss Whedon fan and especially a big Firefly fan and things like that is this really really felt to me like like a Joss Whedon movie like it was really quippy it was really well paced the action scenes were interesting and you know even the scene where you know you were coming into there the the aircraft carrier after it had kind of taken off into into the sky and they kind of panned across the bridge I I kind of felt like we were on it was that same scene as in Firefly on the uh, the Alliance cruiser kind of a thing like it really felt Joss Whedon-y to me, and I, I really, really enjoyed that a lot. You, you know, you know what Joss Whedon also does, Joe. That that I just I'm just realizing that hearing you say that is uh, he also writes women characters so well, and I think that's why that a character like Scarlett Johansson's, you know, she she could have easily been this shrill, irritating, unbelievable, you know, character off to the side. There, the audience goes, "Well, what the hell can she do? I mean, she's got a, two guns, big deal, you know." But she actually he actually made her and you know, a real part of their team that didn't feel superfluous. It didn't feel like she was just there to be eye candy. You know, she was actually... You're the hot girl, you know? Yeah, yeah, she was doing stuff. And I think, I mean, you look at Joss Whedon, you know, look at Buffy, which I never watched, but clearly that was, you know, very female-driven. You look at Firefly, which had very strong female characters. And I think that's something he does incredibly well. Yeah, definitely. And he also worked on that Dollhouse TV show, which had a female lead and had a lot of strong female characters. So, yeah, Joss... Joss Certainly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I just, I, I think, yeah, he, he does it well. He, you know, it's not that they were, you know, that they overused her too. That was the other thing I really liked about the movie. Everyone, there was sort of a nice balance of all the different characters. I don't think anyone really over, you know, just, you know, was stealing the movie away or anything like that. And, uh, and then they well, all... the only person, the only person I would say would, would maybe hold the honor of potentially stealing the movie away is the Hulk. I mean, we have to talk about the Hulk. Mm. Yeah, a little, yeah, you're right. I mean, I did like him and I really liked Mark, uh, the new, uh, Mark Ruffalo playing Bruce Banner, you know? Yeah, so, so I thought he was really, really good. I think he's one of the best that I've ever seen really do that with the, you know, again, it's a big movie with a lot of characters and they had some good moments, but it's not like there was two hours of him. So, I mean, even the little bit of time and script that they gave him worked really well. I liked it when he was working with Tony because, you know, Bruce, he's supposed to be smart. He's a scientist. He's, he's on the level of Tony Stark and, and he, those two working together was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I was actually trying to remember that after we left the movie last night, and obviously I could have gone to look it up, but he was Bruce Banner in this movie, right? They didn't go the, the David Banner route. Yeah, I think they call him Bruce a few times. I, I, I remember that, and I, and I think that's the way it's been. If I, I'd have to look it up to be sure, but I think that's the way they did it in the other two Hulk movies, too. I don't think they named him after the when they went David, like on the TV show, so... Uh, yeah, so it's, it's Bruce Banner. That, that's the Stan Lee naming of characters, you know. That's that's the Marvel, Peter uh, so, Parker, uh, Bruce Banner, Reed Richards. You know he, the the story goes the the quick story of that is is that they had trouble Stan Lee and and some of the other people. I don't know if it was just Stan or other people that worked on the comics in the early days, but they were having trouble like remembering names. So they said, well, the easy you know a, a easy way or a helpful way is you put the first letter of each name the same. You know, so there's a lot of Marvel characters. Like Does anybody know why they named him David on the TV show? 
I've never. I, I think I've heard Joby. Do you know, or what have you heard? Have you heard something on that? Because I, I don't know if it was a rights. No, I have no idea. I've no. It would be great if I knew and I could uh, wow you all with some trivia, but I don't know. My impression always was they just thought it was kind of a better name. Maybe Bruce they didn't think worked for Bill Bixby very well. I didn't think there was any big thing. I mean, they obviously he must have had rights for Marvel. Do the show was called The Incredible Hulk, so I mean it. it you know they. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that is maybe just a naming thing that uh, who knows? Maybe they thought Bruce was too close to his real name, Bill. I don't know. Sounds like a TV exec decision to me. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Mark. Tell us what you really liked about the Avengers. What? Uh, and I know you're not a big big comic fan, but I know you know enough about it, kind of like Joe too. Yeah. Um, no, I mean when I, when I first started hearing about it, I thought, oh my gosh, another another superhero movie. Because I had seen uh, I had seen Green Lantern a little while ago, and I thought, oh boy, um, you know, because they just sometimes don't you know go to the screen well, and this was one of the ex- this is definitely the exception. I mean, it was just I mean the characters were interesting, and the backgrounds were all they all had their own little personal issues. Um, you know, obviously uh, Bruce Banner, um, you know, they all had their own little inner inner um demons uh, demons yeah i mean yeah. even with um you know even with uh, captain america you know he's like 40 years out of his out of his time yeah and yeah. he just kind of jumped right in there and it's like he didn't even miss a beat um no it's just there was a lot of a lot of drama a lot of funny you know some funny moments i mean hulk was like the comic relief i think for the entire uh, uh, most of the uh, scenes. Uh, yeah, comic and yeah, he was emotional too, though. I mean, I think everybody was just wanting, you know, let's see the Hulk and a couple. You know, I've heard people say, you know, a couple. Most people have said that they just put the right amount of Hulk in. I think they don't want to overdo it, but um, you know. Yeah. Well, when, I, was, when, I was reading on the uh, credits. Uh, I guess Lou Ferrigno was voicing the Hulk. Oh, did he? I don't know. I didn't notice that. I, I never. I, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, so that was kind of neat. They got him involved in this. Yeah, because he uh, has a few words. He he does actually say a few things in the, in the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, it was just it was just a it was a lot of fun. I think I can even get, I, I think I can even even get Carol to go see it. Yeah, I've been working on Lynn. I've been trying to get her to go. <laughs> it's a tough <laughs> one. It's a tough one, but uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, I think they did a good job with with it, and uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that people liked uh, you know people who aren't really big on the comics know or um, are uh, understanding and following the movie pretty well. Richard, have you you've seen it definitely, right? Yeah, I've seen it three times. Three, <laughs> only three. Awesome. <laughs> so, well, it kind of worked out that way. I, I saw it opening day at like three a.m. on Friday in IMAX 3D, which was fantastic. And uh, it was the first time I went into a movie theater when it was dark, and when I left the movie theater, it was day. Yeah. (laughs) You know, within Friday night, that same night, I had to take my son to go see it with one of of his friends. And then I think the next week, I had to wait for my wife to come home from a trip to California, and her flight was getting in at like 8.30, and I was at work, and I'm like, it's five o'clock. I gotta wait for three and a half hours. What can I do to pass the time? <laughs> Instead of going all the way what? home, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, there's a theater like two blocks from my office, so I went to go see it again. So, 
Yeah, and so, it was just as fun the third time as it was the first time. So what uh, what were some of the things that you really liked? And uh, you know, are you? Uh, I can't recall. Are you up on on uh, the Avengers real well? Are you a comic book reader regularly or not? You know, when I was a kid, I used to read comics all the time. Um, not so much now. I used to be a big. I was a really big Green Lantern comic book guy. Uh huh. Um, as well as Superman and Spider Man and Fantastic Four. And Iron Man, those are my big comics. Avengers, I would read occasionally. Um, as an adult, I try to narrow down because I just don't have enough time to read that many titles. Right, yeah. Um, so at the moment, it's just mostly Green Lantern because um, that's all I have time for. But I was all like, I was totally excited to, to, to see what they were going to do with Avengers. I, I pray, please let this be a good movie. Please let this be a good movie. Um, and yeah, it, it just blew it. It blew it away. It was great. Um I really, I really enjoyed the humor in this. You know, I, I mean, all the movies, all the special effects are awesome. So it's easy to say, oh, the special effects are great. Well, that's just a given. They were fantastic. But I really liked, like some of you were saying earlier, every character had their moments. You know, it, you know, Wheaton's great about making sure that in an ensemble cast, all the different key players get their moments on screen. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed that. But I mean, the scenes that I really loved, I really loved the scene with, um, I really liked the scene with with uh, Black Widow and Loki, the way she played him to get the information. Mm -hmm, right. I thought that was great. The first time she totally suckered me until the end. I was like, oh man, she totally played him. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's playing who? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a great scene. I really enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the little piece at the end um, where you know Hulk and and Thor are standing there, and then Hulk just totally Cole, cold oh he cold cocks them. Oh yeah, my, that I, was I, awesome. I haven't laughed I haven't laughed that hard in a movie theater in a long time. When he when he just cold cocks him in Grand Central Station, I was like, oh my god, that was yeah. So they're kind of working together, working together, and then nope, I still don't like you. You know, I didn't forget that time on the ship. Just letting you know. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> And no, I the whole theater, this was one of those movies where in the theater, the whole audience was totally wrapped up in the story. I mean, the whole audience would erupt in applause at different sections of the movie. And when Hulk just pulled out the whoop ass on Loki, <laughs> oh, yeah. in the theater. I, mean, you, I think you couldn't even hear him say, beauty god which was a great line mm -hmm. which yeah. I, I got lost because people were yelling and screaming so much during that scene that oh, was actually that? yeah he says that when he when he smashes <laughs> yeah. uh when he flips uh loki up back and forth like a rag doll yeah that was the only part the only not that particular scene but there were moments where people who don't have superpowers like like Scarlett Johansson and Hawkeye and even Captain America. He's just strong with the shield. But, I mean, it seemed like occasionally you had to really sort of just give it the 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 conceit that people could survive some things, that people shouldn't have been able to survive. Like the with Iron Man and Thor and Hulk can do all of this stuff to each other and, and bash and fall down. I mean, it's just, you know, it's all over the top what they can do. But then every now and then, like, I'm wondering, well, how come, like, Loki's not getting shredded? Or how come... You know, Scarlett Johansson's not getting, getting getting hurt here. I mean, it just seemed like there was a little bit of a disconnect as far as like who's who's really super superhero and who's just really a really capable human. 
but well Lo- was, loki was, definitely loki can can handle it he you know he 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 is more or less a god just as thor is so he mm-hmm. he can handle some of that yeah the scarlet you know the the black widow and hawkeye i i didn't think they there was only a couple little points where i thought they did something that was like boy you're pretty lucky like the when Scarlett Johansson jumps on that little flying craft yeah, or grabs, edge, yeah, grabs right. a hold of it, yeah. that'd pretty much probably rip her arm off or something. <laughs> you know? yeah, even even Nick Fury goes through quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of stuff in the movie as well, like closer to the beginning and when the yeah. when the carrier is being attacked and all that. That's uh, that's always a trick when they do this this kind of stuff. I mean, you got to give it a little. Yeah, you, you're right, Brian. It's kind yeah, it's of conceit. Just got to give yeah. it to them. They didn't overdo it. I don't think there was any point where I was going like, you know, oh come on, you know, there's no way or whatever. Too much. Right. I mean, it wasn't too too far. They pushed it to about the edge basically. Yeah. But uh, and they're supposed yeah, to be pretty trained. I mean, these are not your average somebody just you meet at the store type of people either. So they 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 do have that. It's kind of you know, it's not. It's still you know. Yeah, you just kind of close, like, close one they're the, eye. They're the you know. special, special, special forces kind of a thing. Exactly, so. they're the elite of the elite of the elite, and and mm-hmm. all. So, uh. but actually, I think I think Rick, Rick Pete actually brought up a very interesting point, kind of as he was uh, as he was talking. And you know, now that I look back to last night when I saw the movie, the special effects were incredible and they were very, very good. But while I was watching the movie, I did not notice them for one second. It was like I, I don't know if, if if that means that they were perfect. Or they were just right, or, or something like that. But it didn't I was take so you. Up. It didn't take you out of the movie or anything. It wasn't like you were you were going. No, Ooh, that no doesn't that doesn't look real, or you know, or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or it looks so real that oh my god, I'm blown away by the special effects. It's just like this is a great movie, and everything is working. And I don't know, it just everything worked well, and I was so caught up in it that I didn't care that the special effects were great. Did you see it in 3D, Joe? I I, I did, and I have to say that well, it didn't bother me that much i still don't really care for it because i feel like it makes things look unrealistic because when i'm looking at the world around me mm-hmm. it doesn't look like that right right, <laughs> right? like when i'm looking when i'm yeah you don't get that and, weird yeah like oh wow why am i seeing so such good focus 100 yards away that's the thing it's yeah. like it makes yeah. the world too sharp and like if i'm looking outside or i'm walking around things aren't flying at me and Mm-hmm. And, and even if they are, they don't look like they do in the 3D movie. So, right. you know, we we can we can go off on this tangent if we want to. But you know, no, 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 I just want I just want because I mean, it was an up conversion, and I thought it was an up conversion. It wasn't bad, you know. It was no, pretty, it was it fine. Was it, decent, it, yeah, it took me some time to get used to it, but I think that's normal. Also, because I don't go to, to too many 3D movies, I only went to this one because I wanted to get pre uh, pre assigned seating, and that was uh-huh. the only theater I was at. The we have these Ultra AVX. Theaters. I don't know if you guys have oh, them down right. there. Yeah, but... those DX, DX seats or whatever they call them. The yeah, rock exactly. Ones. So, okay. anyways, yeah, they're they're fancier and the screen's bigger and whatever. But you know, yeah. like, oh, it's 3D. Okay, well, I'll just deal with it. So, anyways, it was fine. And mm. yeah, good. Did anybody see the movie in IMAX? I yeah, think I Ri- Richard said he did. Yeah, you saw it in IMAX, right? Yeah. yeah, IMAX 3D IMAX. Yeah, that was your first one, first time seeing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean. I guess I don't mind the the clear definition. It doesn't really take me out of the experience. Um, maybe because my eyesight's not that great to begin with, so you know it you know makes it easier for me to actually see what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I didn't you know I didn't think the three D the three D to me the three D all it did was give the give the space around the characters you know just a little bit more dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it, I didn't get a sense that they were trying to pull off the cheap 3D 
you know, something trying to fly in your face, you know, type of... I don't like 3D... You didn't duck when Cap threw his shield or Thor... You know, Thor threw his hammer or Cap threw his shield. It, uh, uh, there was one, there was at least a, a scene or two where Cap's throwing the shield pretty much right at the camera, it looked like, I thought. So that didn't look like it was coming right at you? No. No? Not, no. Okay. I mean, it was, cause it was more coming over you as opposed to at you. Okay. Um, I see. But uh, Hey, did Meds, are you on with us, Meds? I am. Hello. 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 Hey, Med. How did that <laughs> happen? Goes- there goes oh. the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. That's it. <laughs> well, welcome. I finished my beer. <laughs> All right, I thought I thought I saw you uh, join us, and I know we were. Uh, you know, we I clicked on you earlier, and then I think you were doing some things or something. But well, welcome. And you have seen the Avengers. I sure sure hope so. I think right. Mets has already yeah. forgotten about it. <laughs> no, yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it when it first came out over here. So it was. Uh, it gave me great privilege for once in my life to be able to go onto the Treks in Sci-Fi's forum and say I'd seen a film before. First, all of you I'm first. <laughs> first, Meds first. first yeah. me. <laughs> Acknowledge me, damn you all. <laughs> That's uh, right. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was. Uh, you know, and I think you guys have uh, obviously you've already talked about it and that. Um, so I've, I won't repeat anything that you said. But um, I was a little bit worried when I went into the cinema because of, um, shall we say, the, the Spider-Man Three syndrome of too many characters and, and killing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, killing everyone off. And and I think I described it, and I think I put this on the forum where. Um, it, it appeared that all the actors, uh, whether they have the, the utmost respect for Joss or whether they are all, you know, ultra professional with each other, they all left their egos at the door and uh, didn't didn't have that kind of I want to steal the show, even though you know that the <clears throat> the main characters in this would, would ultimately be uh, Tony Stark, Captain America and Thor. But they all seem to give a lot and no one seemed to be pushed out. Even the, the, the weaker characters like uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye, who I did have concerns for, I must say, I, I thought they they played their roles perfectly well and fitted in uh, ideally the hu- in the film. Uh, the humour was fantastic, as, as you guys just said, about uh, the Hulk with Loki and also the, you know, the punch out of, of Thor on the... Uh-huh. Uh, on the rubble just had us <clears throat> it's great to be in the cinema we've got like-minded people anyway because anyone who's going to see a comic book film are going to be the same Germany as what you are uh, and to all join in with laughter in the cinema is is perfect you know it, it is fantastic uh, I saw it in in 2D um, I saw Captain America in 3D uh, which was, you know, I thought, okay, uh, not too bad I'm not going to say anything about 3D that we haven't already covered on the forum um, but uh over here, I don't know what it's, what it's been like in America, but over here, the 2D performances have been selling out. And a lot of people have had to go to 3D performances because they couldn't get into the 2D ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's mainly because uh, I think cinema chains are pushed more uh, to have more screens in 3D than in 2D. Um, yeah, so I think they do the same over here for the most yeah, part. I mean, yeah. we'll we'll have a, th- a theater that will have maybe two or three of the theaters in there that are showing it in 3D, and then one of them maybe is in 2D, right? So your yeah. yeah. your odds, depending on when you go and stuff, yeah, you're you're easier. I think somebody else said that earlier, right? About it was it's easier to find a, a showing and a and a time and a place for 3D. Mm. Yeah, and you had, of course, you guys had the uh, we had the the extra scene with um, during the mid credits, 
uh, and but we didn't have the. Uh, I don't think we had the last scene. I think that was just over in America and Canada. Yeah, right. The, the, shawarma, the shawarma sandwich scene. Yeah, well, well, yeah we didn't get that. that uh, as far as I know, anyway. Tell everyone yeah, who's okay. listening. Make sure you stay through uh, at least in the states. I don't know how they broke this up where they're showing it, but yeah, and here, yeah, there are two different little scenes during the credits. One a little way into the credits, and then one at the very at the very end. Yeah. No, yeah. we, we definitely had that one up here, and uh, in honor of that, I, uh, I had some shawarma for lunch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, I don't think in Michigan, Mark, do we have shawarma around here? I don't think we have that, do we? Yeah. We yeah, do? We do. Where, um, where is yeah. it? Oh, well, I'll have to go now, you know. It's quite yeah, good. Yeah, oh, no, there's a great place around the corner. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. I, I, I think Meds, Meds makes a great point, and I think, um, I think it's fair to say that um, um, – Ruffalo just really was probably the most, the biggest surprise for me as far as, you know, he, I felt the scenes with him and Tony Stark, you know, you're playing alongside Robert Downey and you know Robert Downey's going to bring his A game, but man, I thought Ruffalo was great and uh, played the character of Banner so well and you got that sense that he was conflicted, that he was struggling with all of this and you really got the, you almost got the sense that he was, he was like the everyman there, even though he has this, this monster inside of him. Because he just, he seemed he was the least willing to participate. He wasn't there to be a superhero. He was there to help them figure some something out and get the hell out of Dodge. You know, and, would you, would you yeah. say that um, yeah. he was the best um, banner out of uh, Egg Barner, Norton, and now him? Would you say he's the best one? No, because I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Bill Bixby. I, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, Bill Bixby is the ultimate. I mean, that, that's yeah. why that's a little different. Yeah, he's in a different yeah. category, kind of. But yeah, I'd I'd say Meds. I, I like him the best. I, what I really thought was great about him, and I've not really been a big Hulk comic book fan. I've 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 read it off and on here and there, but he looks during the movie from the minute you see him till till you know the whole movie when he's not the Hulk that he is trying to hold back. Yeah, he, he keeps himself as calm as possible, but it's not like he's calm as in spock calm he's calm because like he says there's that great line that he says in this movie yep where he's like says um you know he says something like uh i'm always, I'm always angry, angry or right. something like that which is just perfect yeah that was a great line at the very yeah, yeah. And, and he's just you can see that in him and it's great you know when he's with tony because tony's such a big boisterous kind of character and he's kind of almost an opposite for him a little bit but he doesn't dominate him still. They both kind of are smart and they both can, you know, talk together, but they're different. And I, I just, yeah, I thought he was great. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, made, it made it really cool that that Tony and and, and and Banner, that they they didn't trust the shield. They didn't trust shield. I mean, it's like, so the, you have this dynamic of, of these characters and personalities trying to come together and form some sort of a cohesion of unit, but they don't even trust the people that, they, we assume as audience members are trying to save the planet. You know, these they have their own agenda, and there there's this secret council of people whose faces we can't see. Oh, and hey, by the way, one of the secret council members I saw in the end credits, Jenny Auditor, Jessica uh, Six from Logan's Run. Can you believe <laughs> that? Oh, I saw cool. her. I saw her name. I'm like. I didn't see her in this movie. And yeah. Then I went back and I looked at IMDb. Yeah. I, she's one of the, she's one of the shadow figures, and I'm like, oh, that is so cool that he that they brought her in to be in this movie. As you know, I'm such a big Logan Trun fan. Yeah, I saw her in the name in the credits, and I was yeah, I wasn't sure where where was she? Was she in some crowd in New York scene or something yeah. like that or what? Yeah. But she was one good. of those I really want to be in this movie kind of things. But we're gonna we're gonna have you in here, but we're really not gonna show your face as long as you pay me. I don't care, you know. But <laughs> but yeah, it. Um, 
Yeah, that was Lou Ferringo, wasn't it, as well, doing the voice? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, that was such a good nod. Yeah, that was nice. And Harry Dean Stanton, oh, alien. Doing, doing right. an alien. Are you an alien? <laughs> yeah, you must have loved that part, Brian. It's like, well, I, oh. but you know, I heard, I heard on another on a, another podcast talking about the movie and talking about Harry Dean Stanton's involvement in that scene. That apparently, maybe, maybe we'll see this on a on a DVD release. But that whole sequence actually went a lot longer with Harry Dean Stanton basically talking to Banner and convincing Banner that he should go back. And so, you know, in the movie, all of a sudden, Banner drops to the, the, into that warehouse. He has this little jokey conversation with Harry Dean Stan. And then the next time we see him, he's pulling up on a little scooter in New York City to help them fight. And it's kind of like, why, where, where was the character motivation for him to all of a sudden have this change of heart and decide he does want to come on back? Ah, right. Him? And apparently there's a scene that was filmed that was taken out. And, you know, and Ruffalo even says, you know, he understood for time it needed to go, but it's too bad because it completely explained why he comes back in to help them. And uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, so there was more there than just that little scene, I guess. But maybe we'll see it in a DVD release. Yeah, that yeah, I, that makes sense. Features. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see it, you know, helping the story. You know, we did it, you know, didn't have to absolutely have it maybe, but, it, you know, it would be neat to see sometime. And, and, and you know what else? I, something I didn't pick up that I guess was intended. I'd be curious to see if any of you guys picked this up. But apparently when they're all in that, like, on the, the aircraft carrier and they're in the lab and they're all arguing, everyone's fighting, everyone's – that apparently that the – that Loki's staff was supposed to be causing that, that yeah. there was something about Loki, Loki's staff that was causing people to go a little batty, just like how he would touch people and they would become his, his minion. And again, there was, there was just one shot where they go over the top of the table and they look down at the staff. And I guess it's that was glowing supposed, or something. Glowing, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to make that connection. I didn't, I was, I had to hear that in this podcast later after the fact and go, oh, now that makes a lot of sense. But there was, there was no exposition for that, so I never picked up on it. Did any of you guys? Yeah, I did. I noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, know. I didn't necessarily. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I didn't, really, I didn't really pick up on it 100%, but I don't know if it was maybe there was a callback to when they were getting, they used that other thing to get the, the eye to kind of get into the that secured area and, you know, that maybe they could communicate you know, it seemed to me like Loki was able to kind of talk to his staff telepathically or something like that. So I didn't necessarily consciously make the connection, but, you know, I could have I, I guess I could see it now that now that you say that for sure. Uh, yeah, I could think that. Yeah, I don't know if that was super important, but I, yeah, I don't I don't what I thought was going on more was that he was somehow kind of using it to hear what was going on with all of them, that it was like a little communication, little thing or something like that, that Loki could somehow then pick up on them all fighting up there or something. I, was it influencing them too? I don't know. You know. Well, we know I we guess. know Loki's whole whole point of being letting himself get captured is he wanted to get Banner to Hulk out. And so I, I guess right. I guess then the, if this thing is making people a little nutty, I think his thinking was give him staff and, and get Banner next to it. And Banner, because remember that look that he gives him, he gives Banner as he's being led into the ship and he looks through the door of the lab and he smiles at him. You sort of get this vibe that, He's got. He has an Loki has an agenda, and that agenda is specifically to get Banner to go Hulk out and destroy the ship. I'm not quite sure how that advances his cause, or or maybe because he, he might kill one of the Avengers. Who knows? But I mean, that's sort of, I guess, the gist of what they were going for. Yeah, I think the th- that's one of those classic things of uh, you know they do it in Marvel comics and they do it in other even movies and things too. Of like you get your enemies to fight amongst themselves. 
In mm-hmm. other words, you get them squabbling, you you breed distrust between them, and then that'll help you, no matter what happens, even if it takes out an Avenger or two, you're better off at the end of it, because then they don't trust each other and so forth. But he doesn't realize and count on, you know, Cap's ability to lead them together and, and other things that happen. So, uh, so yeah, that, that worked pretty well. I like that. Uh, that part of it and it's the classic of oh the villain you know where when you you capture him at some point especially when it's only like halfway into the movie it's like oh i have you right where uh where i want you no 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 i wanted to be captured <laughs> it's, like, well, it's funny that that part you know, almost made me a little bit crazy when i was watching it because you know like we all see we're watching we're like and they even acknowledge it a little bit it's like he was yeah. captured too easily he's happy you know he's not upset he's not fearing anything like he's got some game you guys know that why are you just leaving him alone all the time <laughs> yeah yeah it, it yeah it's it's um pretty classic but i mean they didn't overdo it too much i mean it wasn't so like they caught they weren't caught completely with their pants down you know com- you know they they worked it out in the end of course because they're the avengers right so um but it's been making a ton of money you know they've already i guess officially said they're going to make a sequel so <laughs> Surprise, surprise, I guess. Yeah, you know, they had a conference call um, because, I guess, Disney announced the earnings a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, that was was a big deal. They wanted to make – or Marvel wanted to make sure that the news – or Marvel announced the earnings. They wanted to make sure that the news got out that Iron Man 2 is – or Avengers 2 is happening for sure. Yeah, that's – You know what's not? You know what's not happening? No Hulk. They're not. They're not going to go back and redo. So far, at least. So far. So far. So so far. far. I mean, there's with all the talk of how everybody really liked. I think the Hulk in this. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, but they. uh, But they are. You know, they're doing another Iron Man. They're doing another Thor. They're doing another Captain America. Those are all officially on the books. So. uh, Because I had read that, and this this is unsubstantiated, obviously, but I had read that Mark Ruffalo had actually signed on for something like nine movies. (laughs) <laughs> so and i mean that could be anything of like you know he could show up in every movie for okay we got seconds, this but... we got this hulk cuts grass movie for you or you know <laughs> already hulk so fixes stained. plumbing in bathroom you know or you know it's like no matter what we got we got you for nine movies we we don't know what they're gonna be but there's nine of them yeah to make like a romantic comedy and a <laughs> yeah hulk nut date now you know or whatever yeah well they could always introduce she hulk so yeah, I don't know if I don't know if the world's ready for that one or not, but because she's always, at least in the comics, at least she's always hulked out. I mean, basically, at least I'm not a, a, an expert on that character by any means, but she's she always is walking around green and big and stuff. Not quite as big as the Hulk, but uh, but anyway, yeah. Anybody else got anything else to say? Anything that you guys like? I don't know. Didn't like about it or anything that. Uh, did you think it was the right length? I thought that they did a good job with that, at least. I, I was I was afraid that it, it would maybe feel a little too long, maybe too short, but I thought it was paced out pretty well. I like seeing Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper Potts, but I thought that was a little superfluous. That's that felt like this is oh, get ready for Iron Man three. We'll we'll continue on with this little story. Yeah. I mean, I thought she was she was fine. She looks great in a pair of short shorts, but um, you know, she didn't really do. She didn't have a lot to do. See, yeah. I didn't realize she yeah. was actually going to be in the movie, and I, I kind of liked it. I, I said, I'm like, oh, are they, are they actually going to have her, or is she too big to just show up for two scenes in this movie, or, uh-huh. or what? So I, I thought it was just, it was a nice, it was a nice callback. It was a nice, it, it just, it completed, it, it made me remember we're in the same universe, you know? Yeah, and they even had a little throwaway thing to uh, Natalie Portman, you know, to... Right, they had uh, her screenshot. Yeah, yeah, to, you know, it's like, okay, don't worry, Thor, we've got her safe somewhere, you know? So, um, so that was, a, that was good. And, uh, it, um, 
Yeah, I, I thought, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow in there was kind of cool. I don't know. I kind of like the two of them together. Tony Stark and her seem to work pretty good together. So uh, 12%. Yes, yes. <laughs> I liked all the Jarvis stuff, too. I like I like that a lot. And, uh, you know, officially Jarvis, the, the name Jarvis, Jarvis was for years the the butler for the Avengers. So that if anyone, you know... Ah. That he was the Avengers butler in the big Avengers mansion where they all lived. You know, he was a regular, kind of like Alfred is for Batman. He was a regular butler that took care of them and everything like that. And now Tony uses him as the name of his, I don't know, computer system, I guess. And now he's C-3PO. Yeah, basically. (laughs) We'll just be voiced by Paul Bettany as well. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, all right. Yeah, they, they they did a lot of that. There was a lot of uh, little bits and little cameos and little things in this movie that uh, were kind of cool that they did that. I had no idea until we started talking that they used Lou Ferrigno for the voice for the Hulk. That was mm-hmm. pretty, even though, of course, he doesn't have a lot of lines, but, you know. Did you guys already mention, I guess, as a, I guess an homage to um, uh, Joss Whedon's other shows, I guess they had uh, Alexei Denisov as the other at the end, at that last scene. Oh, who played, uh, he was on Angel and Buffy. Yeah. He was whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Wesley. Wesley, right, yeah. Right. He was one of the other watchers on those shows, right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was he was in the movie. I mean, at least I remember seeing the name, I think. but uh, They said he was the other, which I think is that guy at the end with uh, Thanos? Thanos? Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that uh, is in one of the the little scenes at the end with the credits or during the credits. Yeah, a little setup for future for next movie maybe when they do. Well, that. I guess that kind of shows that how how maybe that Joss didn't have quite as much power as he normally would because this is probably a bit bigger than than anything else he would take part in because you know how he usually loves you know using his people, kind of his stable of actors, and and that obviously didn't really happen in this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, you could only throw in him so many. I know I noticed one other person that I I saw when I I'd watch um I watched Dollhouse. I liked that show a lot, and uh, there was a guy, um, you know, the two cops that come over to Captain America, and and he says, "Hey, how come? How, why should we listen to you?" And then Cap pretty much takes out two or three of those aliens. Yeah. And, and then like, okay, yeah, we'll listen to you. Well, one of the cops there was on was a regular one of the regular guys that was on Dollhouse too. So he he slid him into that. You know, a little spot, but the, yeah, they—he obviously couldn't replace Iron Man with you know, you know, somebody else for uh, playing that part. You know, this is the first time I think they've ever done been able to do this, where they take all these movies that they've created and then pull them together into a a big a big movie like this. Oh and, no, this movie's been years in the making. Yeah, and Joss Whedon wasn't—he um, wasn't involved with the other movies, was he? Iron Man or Captain America or? I think he, the only thing that I think I've heard, and I have to look up, I forget which one, if it was the Thor movie or Captain America, I think he worked on one of the scripts. He, okay. he, but, filmed, uh, he filmed, from what I understand, he filmed the, the end um, credits scene for Thor, and that was where he was brought in to, do, to film that little, I don't, and I never saw Thor, so I don't know what happened in the end credits scene of Thor, but he came in, and that's actually why he shot this in 2D, because apparently 
the 3D cameras were all there for him to use, and it took him so freaking long to set shots up using the 3D cameras. He told them, he's like, I, I can't shoot this in 3D. It's going to take too long. It'll take and eight um, years to do yeah, it. He's yeah, like, so he told them, he's like, <laughs> I got to shoot in two, and you got to upconvert it. So, uh-huh. But that, that's my, I don't know about his, any writing credits, but he def, he, I was told he directed that. NC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he, um, he worked on one or both of those, at least. You can, I'll, I'm sure, find it online, the... Uh, the other thing that I heard about, you know, part of um, how he got the job of doing Avengers to begin with was they basically had a, a rough script that was pretty bad, actually. Uh, supposedly, they gave it to Joss and said, hey, can... Because he, you know, Joss, I think, at his heart is in started as a, as a writer, you know. So he, they gave him the script. They said, hey, can you work on this? And, and Joss Whedon is a huge comic fan, so he knows these characters. He worked on the script uh, uh, quite a bit basically gave it back to him they they were very impressed with what he did and basically said hey well, this is great stuff how about you know you 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 also direct it and he said oh okay <laughs> i'm like yeah sure I, I won't turn that down so uh yeah he's gonna have i'm sure a lot of business and a lot of offers to do other things now you know so oh is that firefly guy he made the, you know this movie is like 800 million dollars now worldwide i read something this morning i think and uh, and it just keeps going. So, uh, hey, without turning it completely into an Avengers-only podcast, let's kind of just take a, a, a quick few minutes. And everyone, um, there's a f- several, you know, there's a couple other big comic book movies coming this summer. There's a few other things. And I, and I was going to go through them a little bit more, but since we've spent, you know, a good part of an hour, and that's great. I, I love talking about this movie because I enjoyed it so much, but... Everyone kind of mentioned maybe one other movie that you're looking forward to uh, this summer, and, and maybe a little bit about it, and a little and why, and, and that. And uh, how about uh, how about meds? Let's start with you. What are you looking forward to uh, for the summer at the movies uh, that's still going to come out? Uh, Bond. Bond. Bond doesn't come out this year, does it? it comes out next year. <laughs> Uh, no, we're going to get I'm... that first meds, just because you got Avengers first. We're getting Bond first, so, yeah. so there, take that. <laughs> Uh, I think is Bond out this year? Is it? Next I think year? it might be. If 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 it's coming out, Meds, I don't know. Uh, it may be in the fall. I don't. I'm I'm almost positive it's not over the summer. But yeah, I think it's October. It's coming out. That is. Um, well, my hopes are building up for that. Um, regardless, of that. I, I'm actually quite. <laughs> it's not not uh, sci-fi, but I'm quite looking forward to um, the Jason Statham film. Uh, safe, uh, mock it, mock it as you may. Uh, I I love a bit of Statham. Uh, get it in, you know. Expendables two as well. When uh, when that hits the uh, oh yeah, Expendables two with all know. the eighties eighties uh, guys, Dolph and and Sylvester Stallone and oh yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme's turning up there, possibly doing the splits on these uh, he, kitchen he, counter. He, he, uh. he, wait, Meds, Meds, he is. I I was just in the car. We went to the store and. Jamie has Sirius Satellite Radio. Jean-Claude was interviewed on Howard Stern's show this week, and I heard it. And he is in the, he's in the movie, and he does the split. <laughs> yep. <laughs> swear to God. Uh, oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I mean, that, I mean The Expendables is, is, uh, is what I call as pure popcorn, turn your brain off movie. You know what you're going to get. Uh, and, you know, you look at these guys <clears> – <throat> Especially with Expendables 2, as uh, Schwarzenegger's got a bit of a bigger role, the same as Willis. Uh, and you've got Chuck Norris uh, floating in there as well. You know, these are all people that we've, you know, we as a group have been brought up with. These are our, our action heroes. Yeah. Um, as younger people now won't probably 
know much about Commando or you know the even Die Hard or, yeah. or, or films like yeah. that. And and it's supposed to be like when when we were younger and and we'd have like John Wayne or Steve McQueen, uh, Coburn and stuff like that. They, these are our action stars, and this is like our homage. And uh, I I can't wait to see. It. I really can't because you know it's just going to be blowing up cheesy lines, some overacting, and lots of guns. You know, and Jason Statham. It, it's a it's a dream come true. Yes, I, th- I I liked the first one. I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. But uh, how about Brian? Brian, let me guess what you're looking forward to this summer. It's it's, it's not a prequel to <laughs> Alien, but... Yeah, um, yeah, sure it isn't, yeah. It's a prequel to Alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you doth protest too much, Sir Ridley. I mean, could could he could he be have have set this movie up saying no, 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 no? This is a totally different story set in a in in the same universe, but has no nothing to do with Alien, but mm-hmm. it has to do with Alien. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be really I'm really excited for Prometheus. I'm really. That's by far and away the movie that I'm most looking forward to this year. I don't. Batman is fine. I'll, maybe I'll go see that. I doubt I'll see Spider Man. I wanted to see Avengers, but nothing has got me as interested and excited to see a movie. And I haven't felt this way in a long time than Prometheus. Just a chance to go back and revisit some of these these themes and to see what Ridley does with it. And it looks it looks really good. It looks like it could be great i hope it is i hope that they're able to pull this off and it doesn't get too preachy or they don't go down some you know bizarre existential road and it's just like you end walk out of the theater going oh my god can, can i just have a good alien movie but mm. i think yeah. it lo- i think from everything i've seen and the previews and everything it looks like it's a beautifully made movie which i would expect from ridley scott look, i'm sure the cinematography and uh and all that's going to be just top notch and uh I plan on going and seeing it in 3D as soon as it opens at the best theater that I can find here in Phoenix. And did he uh, shoot in 3D? Were... Did he shoot it? Or he is did. It... Yeah. Oh, he this did shoot the... it. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is all shot in 3D. So we're gonna. I'm really looking forward to the whole experience of it and uh, and see see where they go with that. And uh, so that's definitely my number one pick for the summer. Yeah. Can I, can I ask a straight away, boy? Can yes. you and Al please do a review as soon as you've seen it? Record a podcast. And, <laughs> you know, that's, and that's a good idea. We will. I, mean, I was just saying at the beginning of the show that you know Al and I are definitely planning on doing Alien Three and Four still, and then and we definitely want to do Prometheus. So I'll I'll reach out to Al and maybe maybe he and I can hook up and see it together um, on the opening weekend, and then immediately rush home and get on Skype and, and record something that he can put down. And then a couple, you know, maybe a month or two later, when once all everyone's had a chance to to see it, we can uh, we can do a show on it, and that might be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. Uh, Got to yeah. be said as well, Michael Fassbender, uh, next Bond. Oh, is he really? No, I'm just saying. I I, I got Daniel Craig when I saw Layer Cake at the cinema. Me and uh, Cal walked out of the cinema and said, you know what? That's going to be the next James Bond. And is he big, is he big enough? Is he? Because he's kind of a small guy, isn't he? Ah, oh, so is Daniel Craig. Oh, no, okay. I, I mean, Michael haven't been big guys. Yeah, so. Michael Fassbender yeah, is is uh he's pretty tall. He's a little lanky, but but uh you know I just saw him. He was actually had a part in that movie Haywire, and he has a pretty knockdown dragout fight with the female lead in that. So uh, he looks like he can fight to me. I mean, at least in the movies, he looks like he can fight. So. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. seeing yeah, Prometheus that. looks good. It's a it, you know it's been a long time since we had a good solid sci-fi type movie to see. Yes, you know that, that's something. You know, other than a sequel or or whatever. But um, how about you, Richard Pete? What are you looking forward to? Um. Well, uh, 
I, I I can't wait to see Prometheus. That's just that just looks like it's gonna be awesome. Um, so that one, Prometheus, Men in Black Three, and The Dark Knight Rises are the three movies I'm really looking forward to see this year. Um, other than that, there are lots of movies I want to see. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I have to throw this out there. I'm going to see it just because it's going to be so stupid. I've got to go see it. Piranha 3D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's I, 3D. I, I saw the 3D oh, and I thought, really? <laughs> really? And so I saw, and I, saw the, I saw the thing from Piranha 3DD and I thought, what does the extra D stand for? Well, I figured out. That's right. It stands for, it stands for the double Ds that you're going to be seeing all the, all the yeah. chicks in that movie. I don't think it has anything to do with piranhas, but uh, yeah. You know, plus, you know, you get to see the Hoff because he's going to be in it. I thought that I saw the the last one that they did, which was just with the one D, you know, Piranha three D or whatever. That one was just normal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually kind of a fun movie. I watched it uh, on uh, I don't know Netflix or something sometime. A while did you ago, watch but... it on your own, did you, Rika? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some really, there's one. actually some really that movie. Just as a, a slightly war, word of warning, it's it's the it is rated R, but it's not rated R for the the DD reason. It's rated R. There's some pretty gross stuff that happens in those movies. Let's just say, I mean, some you know, <laughs> let's just say there's there's a beach. There are a lot of piranhas, really big piranhas, and and then you can do the you can figure it out from there. So. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, plus, um, yeah and, and, and and yeah, certain body parts that get, yeah, <laughs> certain body parts make you want to pucker up a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Rick Pete, I would never would have pegged you for that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my entire perception of you has taken a bit of a turn. <laughs> it's only you know, it's only for the cinematic. Thank you. Historical value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not a real, uh, you know, a film buff if you don't go see things like that too. You know, you can't. I hear it has really good lighting. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, so I got, I got, I got to check it out just to just to say that I did. Now um, you know, I might go see that movie in 3D. I'm not really big on 3D, but that one I might spring for the extra couple of dollars. So. Do they have to call it Piranha 2D if you actually don't see it in 3D? Or? Yeah. I, 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 you or know, 2DD. 2DD. <laughs> I don't no, know if it's called, it's called Piranha B. I'm not sure if they, yeah. If <laughs> no more double Ds. I don't know if they ever really have offered like a 3D, if a 3D movie has come out and they, that's it, that's the only way you can see it. I don't know if that's happened yet. Yeah. And when they released that, the new Beauty and the Beast, that was only in 3D. Oh, was it? Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's on a whole bunch of DVDs and, and stuff that's in regular, you know, 2D, too, from all the old releases of it. But So when it was in the theaters, it was only out in 3D at that time. Yeah. But, Rico, those versions were all in the vault. You can't get them. Yeah. Well, they have to come down my basement and rip it out of my hands then, so... <laughs> But anyway, so Joe, what what else are you looking forward to, Joe? For this, what am year? I looking forward to? Well, we we've we've mentioned quite quite a few things, and kind of in piranha the, for you too. Come on, no, no, but but oh. in the same spirit of of piranha, I'm actually very very interested to see uh, to see battleship. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, everyone, if only, I, I just want to see what they've done. It basically in the previews to me looks like a Transformers ripoff, where all the Transformers are bad, but. I just Who want knows? to see, maybe it, it, it might be interesting. It's based I, on a board game. I want to see the guys on the ship on the battleship somewhere early in the movie just playing battleship. They <laughs> they need to somehow work it in or when they're firing and they and they say to the captain of the ship they say like, "Okay, where would you like me to fire, sir? Uh, B3 grid or something, you know. Grid B3. 
hit. It's like that guy, it's like that guy in Avengers that was caught playing Galaga. That was yeah. hilarious. That <laughs> was great. Yeah, yeah. The guy over there is playing Galaga. Come on, you know. <laughs> well, do you think there'll be a line that says, he sucked my battleship? That, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, well, Meds, don't you guys have Battleship out, out over there already? I thought it was somewhere it's been released overseas already. Oh, yeah, it's been over here for a couple of weeks, and uh, it's doing about as well as you'd think it was doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. sinking pretty quick. Sinking quicker than a Titanic. All right. Hey Mark, Mark, what uh, what else do you want to see this year? I know we talked a little bit about that last week. What are you looking forward to? <clears throat> Hello, Mark. Earth to Mark. This is Mark. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm off. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to see Battleship. He's, but maybe he's not. watching the Piranha. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's, he, he said, "What's this Piranha movie?" Hmm, I no, I, um, one movie. Um, this uh, Snow White and the Huntsman looks good. Oh yeah. So I thought oh, yeah. I'd like to see that. Um, yeah, I'm getting more like interested. See, I think yeah. I'll see Battleship just because of Liam Neeson. I mean, ever since I saw Taken, he's just always been a favorite of mine. Yeah, I liked and, him. Yeah, I've uh, liked him too. Yeah. Yeah, MIB. Obviously, Carol likes that, so we'll go see that. Um, I can't believe it's been yeah. ten years since they did the Last Men in Black. It's it's hard. To really? Believe. Yeah. Well, I was. Oh, and um, uh, G, the new GI Joe movie. Oh right. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, get ready. I was looking up Bruce Bruce Willis, and next year, uh, good day to die hard. Oh. Yeah, I heard they were going to do another one. Yeah. He's is that uh, is he going to get Klingon in that one? I don't know. But, <laughs> it's a good uh, day to die hard. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's popping up. He's got another movie that that movie called uh, I think Looper. it's called Looper. Right. That yeah. one. Uh, with, one. with whatever his name, Gordon Levitt. Yeah, and uh, who's popping up in a lot. He's in the Batman movie this summer. And, uh, yeah, that movie isn't out to the fall, but that looks interesting. You know, something about mm-hmm. time travel and killing killing your past or your future right. or whatever Fair the enough. way it works. I don't know. I get confused. It gives me a headache. But, um, yeah, so that's th- those are good go- good picks. I, I I'm looking forward to seeing Batman. I think probably the most out of what's left. I mean, I, the, all those other ones I'll I'll see. Even DD, you know, why not? You know, I'll, I'll, has anybody seen Dark Shadows? But uh, not yet. Sometime oh, okay. this week, hopefully, we'll go see it or something. But uh, not yet. Yeah, that that does look good. I like Johnny Depp, and and I'm also looking forward to Spider Man too. I I or not Spider Man the number two, but. Uh, the new amazing Spider-Man movie that comes out over here. It's just a little before the 4th of July, I think. Yeah, I think... I'm hoping they do a good job with it. It's. It, I'm, I'm a bit mixed. I mean, I've seen a lot of the trailers, and I, I like the actor they picked for him. I don't, I'm hoping that this is not too much of what we've seen before. It looks like they've really put a different kind of take and spin on it. And Spider-Man uh, is... I, I like Spider-Man, the character, a lot. And... The previews and, and him joking around while he's fighting guys is a lot more like they... I, I enjoyed the other Spider-Mans, especially the first couple, uh, obviously, but um, we'll see what they do with this one. I'm hoping it's good. And, you know, it is a Marvel movie, you know, and, and believe it or not, Spider-Man has popped up in the Avengers now and then, so uh, may, maybe they will use him sometime if this movie goes over well in, in the Avengers in the future. So, I'm just, a, uh, I'm a little bit worried. Like you said, you you liked the kind of how he's a little bit, you know, smart alecky and whatever. I'm joking, a bit worried yeah. from the or jokey, yeah, or whatever. I'm a bit worried that from the previews, it seems like it's a bit too much. 
but I don't know. I guess we'll we'll just have to see the movie to to find out. Yeah, we will. I, I agree, Joe. I, I it's hard. Yeah, I'm I'm going off of what I've read in comics over the years and the character itself in a little bit, and it's hard to say in the movie from the previews. You know, they can make anything kind of look any way they want in a, in a trailer or a preview. The other thing that I'm having a real hard time figuring out from the preview, since I know this character real well, is how they're the timing of how it all works is this like him becoming spider-man because a lot of the the movie doesn't really look like that it looks like he's been spider-man perhaps he, he does he does look quite young you know it, so. well i mean it's just some of the things that happen in the movie like you know they don't really seem to be focusing on him becoming spider-man learning how to be spider-man so like for example the jokey stuff it doesn't really start out that way in, in you know his history and his you know in the, in the comics he's he that he he works his way into that and he does that kind of as a you know a way to you know throw the guys off the bad guys a little and other reasons to kind of keep his calm when he's doing all these crazy things and so we'll see I don't I don't know I mean it looks like he becomes Spider-Man in the movie maybe but I don't know it's hard for me to figure out you know, how they do all what they're showing in the movie. Uh, in it in the from the preview so maybe a flashback yeah maybe i don't know i mean the classic thing that is going to be hard that i don't understand they seem to be not showing it at all is is uncle ben i mean the 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 death of uncle ben is what creates and drives peter parker just like bruce wayne and his parents dying creates batman because of uncle ben because he doesn't stop this guy that ultimately ends up killing his uncle was what pushes him into, you know, the whole great power with great power comes great responsibility thing. Well, I wonder, cause it so. looked like from, from the preview again, that I saw in front of Avengers, uh, that his father kind of had a bit of a role. Like they were kind of referring back to memories of his father or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So I think they may be changing things a little bit. I mean, Spider-Man's been redone a little bit in comics. They have this ultimate line of, of comics, ultimate Spider-Man, where they changed things a bit, but not, you know, completely drastic. And Martin Sheen and Sally Field, I think, are his uncle and aunt in the movie. And in the previews I've seen, there's a couple of scenes with them in it, and they're there. You know, he's he's still he's in high school, and he's talking to his uncle Ben and stuff like that. So we'll we'll see. I I'll, I'll definitely be seeing it and seeing how it turns out. Anything else you guys wanted to uh, to mention? Anything else uh, at the uh, cinema this year that looks good that you think this summer i was looking well, through uh go ahead go ahead rick I, I i do have some wikipedia goodness for us all right good all right hulk TV, the hulk tv show uh, there was an interview with the producer writer kenneth johnson uh-huh and he he was the one that decided to change the name to david and ah, the rest okay. now, and the rationale is because he didn't want the TV show to be considered a part of the comic book series. Okay. So he specifically would change the name. Yeah, that makes which sense. Which Stanley allowed. But then he also wanted to change the color of the Hulk to be red instead of green because red is the color of rage. And Stanley did not allow him to make that change. Ah. Okay. So he you know, he was really trying to. Even though that's funny, there is a Red Hulk now. There is a Red Hulk in in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's you, good. You believe Wikipedia. Yeah. I was just flipping through on ComingSoon.net. They have a, you know the whole listing of summer movie releases and trying to see uh, uh, what else we've got. Um, 
upcoming a lot of sequels oh right there's a new born movie with uh hawkeye is born yeah jeremy renner is playing uh well he's playing a different character not the same one that matt damon played so they're doing a new sort of a born like movie but um with a different uh main character and uh and then we've got uh we already mentioned a few of these expendables and new pixar movie Right. Oh, oh I know one we didn't mention. Here's one we didn't mention. Total Recall. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah, Film, that. Filmed right here in the city of Toronto. Yeah, that's the... Is everything uh... filmed in Toronto? <laughs> uh, Vancouver or Toronto, but yeah. Actually, I think uh, Trisha Helfer is here right now. She's been here for quite a while. Kind of floating Lucky. around the city. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's this Total Recalls with Colin Farrell, Kate Beckinsale, Jessica Biel, Brian Cranston, John Cho, Bill Nighy. Yeah, that one, uh, you know, I was never a huge fan of the Arnold Total Recall. There are some people that really loved it. I was okay with that movie. I mean, it. Um, so we'll see what this in. Uh, it's been a long time. What That was a 1980-something movie, wasn't it? The first 80? Come or, on, Rico. How, how yeah. can you not love such a quotable movie? <laughs> well, it, it is, is quotable. <laughs> uh, that doesn't always good, but it is quotable. Uh, but uh, I, I thought Total Recall was great. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was tongue-in-cheek and fast-paced and goofy. it was fun yeah it was fun yeah, I, I just there it. it was not it's not one of my favorites of the arnold uh films of that time the, at all the, but the oeuvre the arnold oeuvre yeah. of the, of the, you know he's doing he's doing a lot more movies all of a sudden he's like got like three or four he's got, he's on, got, on bills, the, he's got bills to pay baby he's got he's, a a, he's out of he was out he's out of a job <laughs> yeah not job. no job and i think didn't he did did he finally get divorced or something i don't I think know so. Yeah, alimony. Sorry, uh, my mighty heart is breaking. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's <laughs> popping up in a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, Total Recall. Yeah, the the previews look good, you know. And uh, you know, we'll see what we'll see what they do uh, see what they do with that. But uh, yeah, lots of good things to uh, to see this year. It looks like, and uh, it'll be hard to uh, it'll be kind of hard. To, you know, it's I'm I'm really happy that Avengers is has been good and and turned out so well and is doing so well. But now I'm kind of wondering, well. Now does everyone else have to live up to that kind of in a way? You know, I don't know if that's. Uh, we'll you see. Could say the same thing about the original, the first Iron Man movie really set the bar high. But we've had, you know, we've had other movies to come out. I don't think it works that way. I don't think. I think they all can be their own movie, and one can be more successful than the other. But it doesn't it doesn't bode ill for the for the franchise, the genre? You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it so. It seems like yeah. each year there's always a movie that just seems to go do better than everything else. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to uh, it's hard to figure it out too. Really, I mean, if I had seen this, if it hadn't been released, and I had gotten some kind of pre-screening, I would have liked it. But I would have to say, still, even though I thought it was really good, I would still say I don't know if this movie's gonna like get the kind of money it's making now. I probably wouldn't have thought that. Still, I mean, I thought it was a good movie, but I'm still constantly amazed these days on how all these geeky movies do as well as they do. I, I mm. it just it just shocks me, you know. I thought you know, geek is chic, Rico. <laughs> I guess so. I think so. I mean, I'm I'm just that's what I you know, like we were talking about earlier in the show about how I think and, and Brian said it a, a bit and about how it has the ability to appeal to pretty much you know other people than you know somebody who sits down and, and runs to the comic book store and comes home and reads them and does that each week or whatever that they have a, a you know they made a good movie a fun movie. Well, I mean, comic it. books by by I guess by by design are are the, thematically are very accessible. I mean, there's nothing, there's no. It, it's very simple. It's good. It's bad, and 
you know, that's kind of it. You know, they, certainly there are characters that are more, you know, dynamic or troubled or complicated. But the bottom line is that comic books, they, well, they have, you know, a couple pages to tell you a story and with pictures and, and bubbles. And so it needs to be very, 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 you know, efficient. And uh, mm-hmm. thematically, I think that, the, that it makes a lot of sense that comic book movies are, are popular right now because they've opened up a world of, of this is what people want. They want to see the good guys win. You know, they, yeah. this, is, this is filmmaking 101 and it's nothing new and original. It's just a new and original way to present it to people. And it's, yeah. you know, it's very effective. They do a great well, job. And with the technology they have today, I mean, they're just, yep. they're just, it's just possible for them to make them look like comic books. Yep. You know, they can they can do it's not so much the special effects, it's the costumes and the and everything else. And um yeah. you know, I mean twenty years ago, I mean look at like the original Superman series on T V. I mean that was still for that time, that was really quite good. And uh but now they can, you know uh they just have all this technology and I'm just it's just amazing what they did with this movie. Yeah, and I think one of the other th- uh, Brian yeah, I, I agree with you there um and Mark they're one of the things I thought about this movie is is that it's it is a kind of a, a a happy feel good kind of movie. The good guys do win and and that and I, I think people these days need to see that kind of stuff. You know, there've been a lot of movies. You know, there was the Hunger Games. There was the the girl with the dragon tattoo. They they there's some pretty serious hard you know movies that have come out in the last six months. And I think you know I think people were ready. It was kind of like what I I thought a little bit about when the first Star Wars movie came out. You know, there people were ready to see a fun movie at the movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's a question. Here's here's a question for you guys. Now, you know, since since Avengers has has done gangbusters and obviously that's because of this whole lead up and the fact that it's been so long in the making and all these movies have come out before it. Do you think that we may see a Justice League movie? It'd be fun. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Well, the only they haven't done Wonder Woman. The only thing I would have to say about that, Joe, is, is I think we're going to have to wait to decide on that until they, um, until that next Superman movie comes out, which will be next summer, and see how that goes over. And and then, but I don't know, DC and and those characters, it, it, I would, I think sometimes the problem with some of the DC heroes is there, and and Brian said this, and I think a couple other people they're they're kind of unstoppable a little bit you know they're they're so larger than oh. life you know mm-hmm. you know especially superman even wonder woman batman maybe not so much but uh yeah we'll see what they do i know they must be thinking about it but i i get a little bit surprised that that dc hasn't tried to use some of their other characters a little bit more they've tried a little bit i mean they tried with green lantern but uh like i'm reading the current aquaman comic book who has always been kind of the joke of the of the dc <laughs> universe but the current comic for aquaman since dc rebooted their comic series a, a while back is really good and it's 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 cool and it's serious and i'd like to see a good aquaman movie but i will you know i don't know if that'll ever happen you know we'll see i, well, I mean they did have that fake aquaman movie in uh, in entourage if you watch that at all no i did i don't is that in, in like a recent season for it they 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 were sp- Trying oh, one I of think the guys. That was, that was back in season two. That was kind of like Vinny Chase's other second big break was he was Aquaman. Was oh, sick. okay. Yeah, so we'll see. I, yeah, a, a DC Universe, a Justice uh, Justice League movie. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or more importantly, a- maybe they should do a Super Friends movie. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy they still put out pretty decent direct to DVD, you know, videos. They they mm-hmm. do they do a good job with that, and uh, those are fun to watch too. So, well, let's wrap this up, you guys. Uh, you know, I I really like talking to you about all this, and and the Avengers was fun. I want to go see it again tonight now after talking about it so much. <laughs> and uh, I am, I am going to go see it again. I'm lucky on that one because uh, my wife hasn't seen it, so I. I bought Captain America the other day and said, <clears throat> "Look, it's you don't have to, but I think it's best that you watch this film first. And uh-huh. we've got she's got to watch Thor next as well. Uh, and I said, well, then we're going to go and Thor. see. Uh, uh yeah, yes, I think she will. <laughs> 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 um, and because I've hired that, and uh, and yeah, we'll have to see it uh, again next week. And I can't wait because it's. Uh, I think. Oh, well, we talked about it for an hour. Well, you guys have. I, I jumped in, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely see it again. You know, I, I think probably go see it three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's been a while since I've really had that kind of you know urge to go see a movie a couple of times in the theater. You know, that used to be something I would do, but but that was in the days where it didn't come out on DVD a week later. You know, <laughs> so but this movie is a lot of fun to see in the theater. All right, everyone. I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop the uh, the recording part of this. But thanks everyone for uh, for joining me today, and uh, I will uh, be back in a moment. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that call. I really did enjoy talking to everyone about Avengers and other movies coming out this summer. Thanks so much for listening this week. And I want to make a special thanks out to everyone that joined me today. Uh, Brian, Rick, Meds, Mark, Joe, Pete, and Joby. Thanks, everyone. I really appreciate that. It was great fun. Next week, you're going to get a special Treks and Sci-Fi show with Jen and Meds are going to look at uh, a very cool vampire movie called perfect creature so look forward to that guest cast next week on treks in sci-fi bye-bye do you remember playing great pc games like king's quest command and conquer and x-wing do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto exec bat files to eke out just one more k of conventional memory if you do then you may be interested in my show the upper memory block Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block Podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. You've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi with Rico Dosti and other special guests. We would love to hear from you. Write to us today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise, Enterprise, Enterprise. It's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Visit the website today at www.treksinsci-fi.com Treks in Sci-Fi is a Rico Dosti production.
Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. Treks in sci-fi.